Welcome to Gut Wisdom, a show about work, life, and how to succeed in both. It's radio that resonates. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by the Gelb Center. Don't lose another night's sleep. Visit the sleep and wellness experts at gelbcenter.com. Now, here are your hosts, Deirdre Koppelman and J.G. John Gassman. Hey, D, do you ever suffer from setbacks, negative experiences? <laughs> You're laughing. Do you ever not get the results you really anticipated? J.G. Blindsided by things? Do things ever turn out not the way you expected? Well, let's see. In the last week, in the last year, two, last two days, last five what we, years, what are we talking about? We're talking about things that just happen to not occur the way you expected. Absolutely. There are always outcomes that, not always, but certainly I've had experiences that I could learn from so that I don't repeat yes. and that I also get you know, the, the result that I want. Sure. Yeah. So this is going to be all about thinking about our thinking and how we learn from our prior experiences to make them better. Who says? I do. That's what tonight's going to be all about. Do We're have... going to share our wisdoms and a special tool that we created and we use in our organization to help people work through their issues. True. And did you know that tonight we have Eric Hawkinson, our newest Gut Wisdom member, joining us? Our chief mogul officer, our chief marketing officer. Chief marketing mogul. What's his title? Come on, get with the program. Okay. Chief marketing mogul. I love so it. So what experiences will you be talking about on air, Mr. JG? Anything I'm... juicy? We have lots of juiciness to share. Oh, uh-oh. And we're going to talk about how the brain integrates experiences into lessons. Hmm. The brain integrates experiences into lessons. Okay, it's coming up. I'm ready. Stay tuned. More drive time traffic. A collision approaching the Tappan Zee Bridge. More often. Triborough Bridge is the problem. Weekday mornings and afternoons on WCBS 880. You're never more than five minutes away from the latest traffic news. A lot of volume across the upper level now at the uh, GWB. When you need to know, we've got you covered. Inbound Midtown Tunnel, there's a stall past the toll. Traffic and weather together, plus the new bridge and tunnel update. Only on New York's traffic station. WCBS News Radio 880. How well do you learn from your mistakes, from setbacks that occur in life, from negative experiences? Has anyone ever taught us how to really do that? Or are we simply supposed to know how to come back from a negative experience by not making those same mistakes again? It seems that way. I mean, everybody says, don't do that again. Or you tell yourself, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. But do we really not do it again? No, and that's what we're going to learn tonight. I'm JG, John Gassman. We're here on Gut Wisdom, and we're here with the hostess of the best show in town, <laughs> Gut Wisdom, <laughs> radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880. And we are celebrating tonight our 52nd show. Yeah. What I'm do you De think about it? Well, I'm Deirdre Koppelman, just in case anybody was wondering. You're Big D. And uh, yeah, it is our 52nd show. And what you were saying before reminded me of something literally that just happened in the last week. Um, Do share. So somebody that I know who has to remain nameless because Protect the know, innocent. we're on the radio and I don't want to embarrass anybody, but so it's somebody I've known more than half my life mm. and there's a, a communication issue that occurs all the time. It, it with has, this person for as long as I have known this person wow. part of it is it's it's his conflict avoidance there, there's I, I wish I could tell you all the reasons why but I can tell you when he continually says after 30 years I know I'm not good at this and I know 
this is an issue for me and I know, you know, these are the things that I really have to look at. And I sit there and I say, how many experiences of this kind do you need to have? Like, it's great to acknowledge, oh, I messed up. Oh, I know this about myself. I wholeheartedly, great, acknowledge it. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. And so I'm excited about tonight's show because we have a system, although this person never kind of followed the system. Have you have you shared the system with them? Well, we're going to share the system with our listeners tonight. It's called the Gut Wisdom Navigator. Ooh. So I'm excited about TM, it. TM, TM, right? Yeah, because why, you know, we don't have to keep making the same mistakes again, and we can really learn from our experiences, positive and otherwise. And so why not have a little system to do it so it actually happens? And if you think about it, all the I think all the great businesses that have been launched over the past couple of years have all come out of mistakes or errors or challenges or problems well, that, you know, an entrepreneur comes in, sees the problem, takes it apart, fixes it and says, "Here's the solution and this is what we're going to make out of it." You know anybody like that? Uh, Sitting right here on a Saturday I'm night looking at, at WCBS News Radio. I'm meeting. looking at her. <laughs> yeah. So we have Eric tonight. Hi, Eric. Hi. How are you guys? Eric. <clears throat> Who is Eric? Eric is. Who is this? Eric? Handsome, suave, debonair, tall fellow sitting in studio I with know, us how tonight. How exciting! Yeah. Yay. Bravo. That's the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill. <laughs> so Eric Hawkinson is our newest addition to the Gut Wisdom team. Ooh, very excited! I didn't Which know. Is <laughs> very excited. Surprise, JG. And Eric is uh, a marketing, I'll call you a marketing mogul. Okay. Um, mm, from I'll what I know. It. And we're You've so been excited. to my mother again. Yes. <laughs> yes. From, and you're Mothers. originally from Wyoming. I am. I grew up in Wyoming. How, how on earth did you end up in this part of the world? Well, there's not <laughs> too many sheep farms that need marketing help. So there you uh, go. I had to go to either East Coast or West Coast. And my parents were originally from New Jersey. So oh, I, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, so I came out here and uh, got my first job working for an advertising agency years ago. There you go. So I don't know if you realize this, but the topic of tonight's show, so as JG said, this is our 52nd show. I know. Congratulations. Thank, Thank you. you. Cannot believe it. And... This is an experience of itself. The show, it was launched a year ago, and we've learned a lot over the last year, right? We've had a tremendous amount of experiences that we would like to, in some cases, I'll say, improve on. And those experiences have created wisdoms. Well, they serve for us, yeah. Correct. And you're part of the future going forward because we've looked at things that we wanted to improve. We saw what needed to be changed we took action and i think i kind of roped you into this maybe a little bit no uh, not at all but not you're all. you're here as part of us transforming our experience just with the show over the last yeah. 12 months well and i think that's the one thing that i really appear appeals to me from both of you is that i've you know i've been listening to your show for a while now and I keep seeing improvements. So it's not like you guys do not do status quo. You keep trying to not only help your audience, but help yourself. And that perpetuates and populates the success of your show. And to be a part of that would be wonderful. In my ah, mind. see, th there was nothing staged or scripted about that, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> so, JJ. Yes, yes, right, Your so Highness. Eric, we'll be calling, and you know, you jump in at any time. I know this is sort of like, what am I doing here? It's a Saturday night, but you're part of the team now, so we just throw everybody in. This is how we indoctrinate people. <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid, my friend. All right, JG, what do you have to say? What do you want to do? Uh, let's talk about an experience. Why don't we each share an experience that we've had 
and what didn't work and how we created breakthroughs from those negative experiences. How have we flipped them and really turned them into something amazing that yeah. we could learn from? And I would say for uh, our listeners, play along. Pick an experience that you would like to learn from. Experience that you had because it's good to look at positive experience. A positive experience that you had because it's good to look at positive experiences because certainly we would want to repeat those. Yeah. Um, or take an experience that you'd like to learn from that going forward you just want to make make sure hmm, I learned from that experience I probably won't be making those mistakes again so kind of go along with us and pick one of those experiences and okay JJ. it's like watching football you know when the coach talks to his team they watch a lot of tape of the other team and themselves why do they do that because they're looking for things they're looking for methods they're looking to see the areas where they can improve on. Mm. What were the mistakes that happened in the game? Let's replay that. What could we have done differently? Oh, so it's just like our gut wisdom navigator. They just don't call it that. Well, they stole it from us. <laughs> I don't watch football, so, so, so I don't know. Go ahead. After you, ladies first. No, no. Tell us an experience, JJ. Uh, I would say probably the big one of the that biggest like ones that you'd like to learn from. I, w I would definitely say my former partnership, my business partnership, is one of those that. You know, it had uh, a detrimental impact on me, both personally, professionally, mentally, physically. Yeah. It uh, really uh, was one of those items that needed to be addressed and looked at, not by myself as much as I needed a third party to yes. come in and help me really dissect uh, it. Yeah, pull it apart because I was too close. So what? And what? there was a lot of negative energy. You know, when things don't work out the way they're supposed to, there's anger, there's fear, there's frustration. And I could, I definitely couldn't get that out of my own head mm -hmm. and my mind. And I needed somebody like you and others to help draw that out so I could look at it from a different perspective and learn from it. Okay, so taking the experience with your former partner. Yes. What worked and what didn't? Well, why don't we start with what worked? Because if I think of what didn't work, right, that's I go into the list, gap and, right. and I get and everything gets colored in negativity. But when I think about the positive things, well, we had a long term relationship. You know, this is somebody that changed my diaper fifty two years ago. Ooh. So there was a family relationship. Yeah, he Ooh. still he was still cleaning be, up my messes at the end. That might but anyway, it might be TMI. He changed your diet. He used to. Mm, I okay. think he dated my sister too. And anyways, um, you know, we had a long term relationship, family friend. He was he he always had a way about him mm -hmm. that was very genuine. You know, he was a real he was a good guy. You know, he, he didn't have intention of being negative or doing things wrong, but we always had a communication issue. So so on the this is what worked side, he was a good guy. He was good, long he, history. He came in, long history. He was a worker bee, worked hard, did okay. what he needed to do in order to get the job done. So just pointing out you can take an experience that perhaps didn't give you the outcome that you wanted, and you can still find things that worked. Absolutely. Important, important wisdom there. And, th and, you know, by finding those positive issues, by starting the conversation with what's working, what was really great, it gives you confidence. It puts you in this mode of being able to create mm -hmm. versus starting with the things that didn't work. Mm -hmm. So what didn't work? didn't work was after a while I guess we became complacent and the communication suffered dramatically mm -hmm. we didn't communicate as much and the business started you know we started losing some business started losing some clients I would get feedback from clients saying you know that's not what I expected things used to be better you know you're not involved and 
all these things, I'm not blaming. I don't want to put blame on him. But right. my involvement changed to a point where I realized that mm, I needed to make some changes. Okay. And did you write any of this down? Because this is also yeah. a key piece to dissecting our past. Yeah. You, it, when you and I worked on this together, I wrote a lot of this down because by getting it out of my head and putting right. it on paper, right. I was able to not personalize it as much because I took it personally, mm. but now it wasn't as personal once I put it down on paper and I could sit back and I could look at it objectively exactly. from 50,000 feet above it wasn't about me anymore. It was, it about, was about the learning experience. It was about the process. Right. Interesting. Does that make sense? Eric, Eric, you're shaking your head. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, <clears throat> what I like about it is, you know, you're, you're, you're coming up with something that maybe it took us a long time to learn, especially me personally, is the value of that relationship wasn't the negative part. The value was it made you a better communicator moving forward because you didn't want to be like your partner. You knew you were learning from him, the yeah. good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm -hmm. And you took that part to hopefully be a better communicator moving forward. Yeah. And you could have taken it totally as, you know, this is not going to work and, you know, pushed yourself away. Right. And the longer, and to that point, Eric, thank you, the longer we don't address Right. We have all these feelings about all of our experiences, every one of us. And if we're not addressing them, not, you know, I'm not saying every single minute of the day, but if, especially with the things that bother us, if we don't get them out, isolate, get them out, try to learn and grow from it. Nobody's better for the experience. And that's what, you know, tonight is about. It's about taking experiences, learning from them, dissecting them, moving forward with more intention. And I'd like to say a little more self, a little more control over where we want to go with intention. Well, isn't it funny on how we always say, you know, if we only knew now what we knew back then. Oh, well, well that, said. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Yeah, like, I, I think I saw it on a <laughs> bathroom the chief, wall somewhere. He's the chief marketing <laughs> officer. Well, I can tell you this, that... Um, the first part of the navigator, of the gut wisdom navigator, is what we just did with JJ, right? So he took an experience. He talked about, this is the experience I'd like to learn from. Sure. This is what was good about that experience. This is what was not so great about that experience. And now that's great. Now you go to the next step, which we'll get into a little bit after, is now that you know this information exactly to your point, Eric, what do you do with it? What what do you do with the information now that you know? And what I'd like to offer our listeners, um, if you'd like to email me, happy to give the first three listeners, get ready, a free consultation with me on mm -hmm. how to use uh, this Gut Wisdom Navigator, what we developed. It's, it's a simple system. Uh, once you get it, it really works. It keeps you mindful and it creates positive uh, momentum Energy. going forward. So first three listeners, you can email me at dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com and uh, free consult with me. Can't be bad. I mean, we uh. could do the consolation prize to get JG, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do I'm that. I'm not that bad. <laughs> no, you're awesome. Of course. So, Thanks. So coming up, now that we know what worked, we know what didn't, now what do we do? Stay tuned. Get the news you need whenever and wherever you need it. Follow WCBS on Twitter and like us on Facebook. You can even listen to WCBS on your phone with live streaming and audio on demand with the CBS local app. Stay connected with your favorite news radio station all day long. When you need to know, WCBS has you covered. 
KG, I was just going to start singing. Working at the car wash. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You're always singing. You're always so Work. happy. Why are you always so happy? Oh, I don't know. I Do you love this show? Do you I, love doing this? With all my heart. What yes. do you love most about it? I really love that we have a, a passion for something, right? Which a lot of people have a passion. And, and this passion has always been to help other people. And yeah. now to have the opportunity to take that passion and help as many people as possible with wisdoms that we've learned along the way, with wisdoms from guests that we have that come on. Because the truth is, and you know, you've heard me say it before, I really believe that every single person, no matter what you do, no matter where you're from, makes no difference. You have something to share with somebody else so that they can learn from you. So of course, I'm very happy. Everyone, I'm John Gassman, JG, and you are listening to Deirdre Koppelman, the host of our show, Gut Wisdom. And she's got so much to share. And, you know, you think about tonight as we're talking about if you could do it over again, what would you do differently? Mm, you know, yeah. I'd love for our audience, our listeners to share with us. What do you think we could do better? I would How love could that. we can improve? Yes. So share with us. Send an email to dk at gutwisdom.com. <laughs> coming my way. Absolutely. I love getting everybody's emails and I and and any any thoughts that would help us be better, we appreciate. Good. To that be good, new, Gigi. better and different. We're on, we just finished. This is our 52nd episode. This is amazing. Yeah. So we have Eric in studio. Hi Eric. Hello. He is our chief marketing officer, but you had another term, mogul? Chief marketing mogul. <laughs> I thought he was a chief marketing mogul maven. CMMMMMM on Gut Wisdom. Yes. Welcome, Eric. Eric is our latest and newest addition to the family. Addition to the Gut Wisdom family, and we're relying on you. And Eric started out as a listener, which is kind of fascinating. Tell us, what are you doing here, Eric? Well, when I was listening, you know, I could see, even if it wasn't helping me in my in, in my particular time in my life, I could see based on the type of feedback you were getting, you were you were actually connecting with people. And that's what I've always tried to do both in personal and in marketing is how do you engage with people? How do you keep the conversation going? And you seem to have found that formula and it just really kind of attracted to me and that's why I was kind of uh, excited that I got a chance to meet you two. Well, not, you met us and now you're here. <clears throat> that's true. So, you know, tonight, uh, listeners, we're, if you're just tuning in, we're talking about um, having the opportunity, the ability, a system, if you will, to take an experience that you've had and actually learn from it, whether it was a positive experience or a not so positive experience. And it's being mindful. And this has a lot to do with our gut wisdom navigator system. So Eric, you were talking a little bit in between the break about how you've had an experience that knowing what you know now Right, things that yeah. you may have done differently. Can you share? Because I'm curious. I want to hear this. Yeah, when you know, I mean, and it's not an age thing. I think it's really an experience thing. But I remember, you know, we always think we know everything when we're younger. We think that we can always do something better than the person next to us, or our bosses, or our bosses' bosses. And I'm always trying to figure out, you know, why do we always think we don't need to learn? Why do we come into something mm. where we feel like we already know it? Right. And that we're not going to answer that today, right? <clears throat> but I've always noticed that, you know. That perception is the reality. And my perception was if I put together a team who could do 20% of each other's type of work, I would have a good team that I could 
so-called control and manage because they they overlapped enough that they got work done, but not enough that there was some type of conflict. Mm. And what I've really kind of learned is if I just grabbed the five or six or 10 or 20 smartest people, whether they're smarter than me, not, whatever, I realized the success of those programs and everything that I put together 10 times more successful than the fact that I was trying to work out, hey, you're going to do A, you're going to do B, and you're going to do C. And I try to do that overall now. So in building teams, right, now your mindset's a little bit different because you're aware. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm, Good one. And as you think about it and you look back, you've probably hired people or had people on the team that really didn't belong. Of course. And we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. (laughs) And I've hired people where I go, why did I just hire my replacement? And then you look back and you realize, because that's part of life. You know, that's the part of the fact that if you do your job right, you are helping move that, that, that focus forward. And you're not worried about what you're, what you brought in. You're worrying about the success of that. And And that's that's a good, and that's a good leader. A good leader really trains his people to be better than him. Absolutely. And and actually they, the leader themselves, their primary focus is to help develop the talent well, first it goes That's, to choosing the right talent. I mean, <clears throat> we all make mistakes, myself included. So what? So back to your point, what yeah. would you do differently knowing what you know now about the people you hired? What would Who would you hire? What would you look at differently in your process? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I would look at is how am I improving my team without sacrificing my purpose? And how do I take it away from being a personal agenda to the fact that um, if I hire somebody who whether they have 10 years less experience or 10 years more, if they can actually even do my job better, they have a purpose to actually make that work. Mm. And I think that's that's extremely important. Where in effect, and I don't want to say it was, and it's not really a controlling thing. I think it's just more of you're very concerned about competitiveness, you know, especially when you, I started off in, in large pharma. I started off in advertising agencies where everything's very, very competitive. Oh, competitive. You Com- mean cutthroat? Cutthroat, exactly. Yeah. But I learned a great deal, you know. Um, JG, we were talking about the things you learned from your experience. You know, it's like, even the the most negative experiences on that made me a better marketer, a better leader, a better coworker. Um, and I think that's the part that you look at. And hopefully I think um, down the road it made me a better manager of people. Yeah, we're either on the winning team or we're on the learning team. Yeah. And there are some people that are out there that have just plateaued and they're done. You know, they're not interested in learning they're True. okay where they are. Well, part of that is a belief, it, right? There, there's a little bit of a belief, I believe, that some people have that, you know, it's trucked up to, I can't change, I'm not getting any better, I'm only getting older, and that's a mindset. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, to me, learning, <clears throat> the day you stop learning, I mean, what is the point? I love to learn, and I've made hiring mistakes. I mean, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> right. Um, I can't mention any names, but... I remember creating a new service a little over a year ago for Pear, and you know, I I didn't follow my process. (laughs) That was the experience that I had to learn from because what worked was, well, I was able to find somebody to execute my vision. I had a vision for a new service, great. I found somebody, I knew what I wanted to do, um, but I moved too quickly for my own good. And I teach people this all the time. So that failure, right, of having to go through that process, yeah. it created big jumps for you afterwards because you've learned from that experience. Exactly. 
you were willing to be open to, okay, this happened. Why did it happen? What do we learn? Totally. From it? And that's, that's the challenge that everybody has. You know, we beat ourselves up, you know, we don't confess our sin. It, mm. it sits with us. It stays with us. And we don't learn from the experience. Well, and in order to really move off of that negative experience, you have to take ownership and you have to learn from it exactly. in order to, ha- to get to the next level. And you know, when, when, I I know. Got, when I got egg on my face from moving too quickly and hiring that um, Person. individual. Exactly. Uh, it's, I had so much egg on my face because it was the wrong decision. And remember, this was a new service that I was launching, okay? It took me from, <clears throat> I'll say, April or May of last year until probably February <clears throat> of this past year. So almost almost a year, figure nine months before I got back on the horse and decided to continue with that vision because I had not taken the time to isolate the experience and say, what worked, what didn't, to make some action steps now that I know, right, and and do something differently moving forward. It took me nine months to get out of that gap. Right, so that loss, that gap, though created a lifetime lesson for you. Mm. And that's what most people don't realize yeah, because right. history repeats itself. It We're sure not does. willing to learn the lesson that the experience is providing us Totally with. true. And how many times, I mean, think about, I mean, we can get spiritual here. We can talk about the, quote, universe. How many times, I want you to think, do the same types of mistakes or the same types of, uh, I'll call them learning experiences, show up in your life repetitively? Well, right. there's, there's that situation again. You There's said that situation again. 30 years of that experience <laughs> well, right. with that one person. Yeah, and that one person keeps telling me that he knows, he knows this is a, a lesson that keeps popping up in front of him that he needs to do something about, and yet it's 30 plus years, and he's still not doing it, and it's still showing up. But isn't that the same thing like with um, eating habits and, and getting in shape? <laughs> it's so much easier to stay in those habits. Yes. You, know, you And it's the problem is, you know, what a the billion dollar industry telling us how to become more healthy. Yes. But the whole aspect is, you know that if you eat right and you do some exercise, you're fine. You don't need a book to tell you that. True. But it's that effort. It's that point of you actually getting that epiphany that it's time for you to, to move forward on that. And I think that's one of the things I think we look at, even in the professional side, is I might not teach you something today, but I'm not going to go home that day without learning something. Today. Oh, that's... Mm. <laughs> We like you. Is that, a, is that like an advertising line? <laughs> no. But I, I just <laughs> trademarked it on my computer next to you. No. But this is why people hire, hire us, Deirdre, to come into their companies. They know they have their problems. They see the repeat problems with their people, their systems, and their processes. And they hire us because of our creative brainstorming. Well, I think they hire us for other reasons, too. Well, your good looks, right? Well, I don't know about that. I, I, I don't. I don't think that that's why people hire me. I think people hire me because they get past the good looks. Ha ha ha! And uh, no, it's the big brain, and it's the results, and it's actually caring about the people. The people. And totally. It, and you can't fake that. You just so can't. 
it, right? No, it's, it's so true. It's, I mean, once you start feeling the success, it breeds success, right? Yeah. And, and it's the part is, and you know right away, you pretty much know right away if things are going to work. I know you give things chances and, and you're methodical on how you yeah. go through those processes, but you got a pretty good idea if something is going to click on it. And that makes you want to put more effort into it. But, okay, James. And what's interesting about that is because right now we're talk, we've been talking about negative experiences. How do we learn from the negative experiences? But we don't always remember the positive experiences. You know, hey, this worked. I could replicate this. I could do this over and over again and I get that same result. Exactly. So we could learn from both sets of experiences, good and bad, yeah. positive and negative, and incorporate that into our lifetime wisdoms. Well, there's no question, um, listeners, if you know anything about me, I've had uh, quite a ride, started the business uh, out of my basement in 2003, you know, typical business owner struggles. And uh, I would say the last year and a half has been quite a lesson, but I did use um, our quote, gut wisdom navigator. And I sat down and I said, okay, I'm not closing my doors. I'm not quitting. I don't quit if I believe in something. That is a fact. And I think both of you know that about me. Um, but I, I sat down and looked at the experiences and said, okay, this is what was good. This is what wasn't. Now that I know this, change things up. And exactly. it's totally turning around. The goal is the same. It's just the action plan getting to the goal. Yeah. So what did you do about your sleeping, JG? That was an experience that I'm sure. That was an awful experience for anybody that lived with me or surrounded me, had to hear my snoring. So we dissected the experience and I went to see uh, a group and I had a sleep study conducted and I realized that I suffered from sleep apnea. And because of that, you know, they recommended certain things. So I want to share with everybody the importance of sleep, how important it is to get good night, restful sleep so that you could be the best that you can be in the next day. Dr. Gelb and his team at the Gelb Center are dedicated to evaluating how well you actually sleep. What's the quality of your sleep? So listen up, Gut Wisdom listeners. Dr. Gelb will put together what I would call a comprehensive personalized plan to help you get the best sleep ever. And if you're interested in having a consultation, or if you want a copy of his book, GASP, G-A-S-P, that is an amazing book. I think everybody should get a copy of it. I want you to email Deirdre at dk at gutwisdom.com, and she'll get you in with Dr. Gelb and his expert team of people to help you get better sleep so you could be the best that you could be and perform at an optimal level every day. There you go, JG. You're so... Because I love this. It's so I important. Know. When I sleep, I am energized. It's not just you, and it's not just how many hours you sleep. And Dr. Gelb is incredible. So email me at dk at com, and I will hook you up with Dr. Gelb. So going back to experiences, if listeners, here's another little goodie on a Saturday night while you may be sitting in traffic, and if you are, I'm sorry, email me at dk at gutwisdom.com, and I'd like to help you transform some of your experiences. I'm giving away free consultations and coming up in a few minutes. We've got a surprise. Stay tuned. Introducing Play.it, a podcast network like no other. At Play.it, you can hear your favorite WCBS features on demand. In the WCBS Eye on Politics. I'm Pat Farnack with the WCBS Health and Wellbeing Report. I'm Steve Greenberg talking about your next job. Hear those and more from WCBS when you need it. Plus, great content from other CBS stations. For the best in news, sports, business, and tips for your lifestyle, go to Play.it today. Yeah, so we can all be very overly self-critical. I don't know about you, JG. I know I am. Eric, I don't know. You self-critical? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. Or- I think I think it's um, 
it's not just a natural thing. I think it's another way to improve yourself as well. Exactly. And you know, when you realize that your behavior could have been better than it was in a particular situation, but it wasn't. But the good news is, of course, and that's why we're here tonight, it's learning from our experiences, is learning what we can do better, how we can do, how we can learn, learn from the past. Don't shove it under a rug. Don't pretend it's not going to pop up back in your face again. It will, right? I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with co-host JG. It's Saturday Night Gut Wisdom. What are you thinking, JG? you have any bad behaviors that you've learned from? I'm thinking about last week's show a little bit. Oh. Emily Hooks talking about forgiveness yes. and how forgiveness is not one of those things where you sweep it under the rug mm-hmm. and forgiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, when we when something doesn't go right, I could feel like a failure. I could feel like, wow, I'm so stupid. Like, you, how, how did you let this happen, JG? And I could get in that gap pretty quickly. I have seen that. Right. And I get angry with myself. And then the rest of my and day. Others. Absolutely. And the rest of my day becomes colored yeah. with negativity. Yeah. So learning how to navigate that. I think, right through that process is so instrumental about stop. Think about the good things that happened today. Think about all the great things that are going on in your life. Think about the opportunities that are knocking. All of a sudden, it's like a light switch goes on, mm-hmm. and I'm back in that oh, positive. So that, there you go. That explains your mood swings. Now yes, I know what's does. going on inside. Eric, what do you think about that? Our newest addition. Oh, I, and you know what? It keeps coming up based on what JG's talking about is, isn't it funny on how we do talk and we do that about ourselves, that self, self-talk. Know, self-talk. But what I've also noticed, and I don't know if you guys do it, but I kind of remove myself from people who have that negativity. Where in mm. the past I couldn't do it, not because you know I was forced to, but because I felt like, well, I have to deal with everybody. I got to deal with negative, neutral, and positive. Right. But as I've evolved, I guess you say as a person, when I meet people who just kind of drain all the positive out of me, and all they have is the negative energy, I can find reasons to avoid. Yeah. And I think that helps say the positive and it kind of gets back to the point where I'm not getting angry because now I'm like, you just don't exist as much as you might have when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Now, Eric, you have, because obviously this all applies, you know, gut wisdom is about wisdoms from the playground to the boardroom. So the yes. things that we are talking about apply to work life, um, home life, kid life, parent life, relationships, you have three. I have correct? three children, yeah. 25, 23, and 21. So I call them children, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything in terms of, you know, what you've, your previous experiences taught you that you do differently as you've dissected the past to move forward differently yeah, in the future? We, yeah, we, I mean, we've gone through um, uh, um, quite a, um, a ride together. Um, um, I've lived in Europe for a few years with them. Um, I've watched them grow. I've watched them handle trauma and, and dramatic things that you don't wish upon people. And what I've really learned is that even though I keep thinking I'm there for my children, just like we were when they were five and 10, yeah, they've always been there for me. And sometimes I think that's part of a working relationship. You have to have the trust that you're not the one that's always there to lead a mentor, that you have to put trust in other people. And my children have taught me that tremendously where I've relied on them, where I'm going to, hey, by the way, you might need this advice, you know, because I've gone through that. And then I walk away going, 
you know what they just taught me? They just taught me this. They just taught me that. <laughs> That's something. And uh, so I try to stay one step ahead of them by learning social media more than them. And they get a little <laughs> jealous that I know a little bit more than they do. And even my daughter says to me, you know, I have a millennial mind, but a Generation X body. Wow. And I always say, can I reverse that? Can, <laughs> well, I, can I have the millennial body and the Generation yeah, well, X well, mind? But... When you figure that out, could you let me know? What when, it, you? when it comes to kids, it's all about teaching them to think about their thinking. I always go back to this. I don't know if it was a Dan Sullivan thought, but it's all about thinking about your thinking. We want to, any experience we have, any experience others, we want people to self-train themselves to learn how to get out of it, to learn how to focus on how to get the result they want. So you're in this bad experience, good experience, whatever it may be, yeah. challenging situation. How do you get your kids you know, you want to coach them without giving them the answer. It's like the victim, the bully, and the hero. And the hero. So, so, how do we coach? How do you? I I coach my kids. I have two daughters, twenty six and twenty three, and I don't coach them the way necessarily I would coach inside a company. So I'm not bringing my pieces of paper and my tools with me, but I use those concepts the knowledge that the knowledge. you have the wisdom so i actually have them walking through certain experiences and i say so what's the experience here to learn from even when it's something great i want them to be mindful of wow that was incredible stop for a second mm -hmm. what can we learn from it so it's really more in dialogue with my kids and it always has been from the time they were little I'll say so what do you think about that experience what what do you think we could learn and then I asked them I said you know what let's think about what do you think was good what worked in that situation even though it was horrible what worked and then I'll ask them to tell me and think about what didn't work and then I say great now that you know all of that what was good what wasn't what do you think you'll do differently if this pops up again? Because it probably will, just to make sure you've learned from it, right, if nothing else. And so I've kind of been doing that That's a great. very long time. I look down at my watch sometimes, and when I'm in this moment, yeah. there's there are these moments that I get into where my, I get angry, you oh. know, and frustrated and annoyed. And most of the time, 99% of the time, it's at myself for not being able to do something. And I look down at my watch and I always say, Stop. What would my father do? What mm. would Mel do in this circumstance? And that takes the hot air right out of, you know, the anger, the frustration, the moment. Yeah. And my father, I know my father, he would be like, all right, cooler heads will prevail. You right. know, he, he's got these wisdoms. Well, you're so blessed. Little, I mean, he's what, 90, 90 years old. 90. And yeah. he still gives me his wisdoms. Sometimes yeah. I don't want to hear the wisdoms. Yeah. But you know what? I learn from him how to think yeah that's the key and you have to think about like when we were talking about our children we think that they are just yesing us but even though you mm. might just be acknowledging your father it's resonating with you sure and we walk away from our children with the same type of thing saying even if 10 percent resonates with you that's 10 percent more than maybe we had yeah i'd like to see where my kids sort of turn it around you know, I think the ages 26, 23, they're smart, they're evolved, they're this, they're that, blah, 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 wonderful, so proud of them, love and adore them. But I don't think that they've evolved yet to the point where they are um, able to sort of turn around and be, you know, doing that for other people. I know they, mm. I don't know yet. I, I've, I've seen your daughters talk you through things that help oh, yeah, you, maybe. 
You yeah. know, Alana, she's quite advanced in her thinking. Uh, she's not, you know, the typical 20-something-year-old. That's true. She thinks like someone who's ext- she's extremely mature, not like. She is mature. She's smart. And she'll kick your butt. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Okay, anyways. Anyways, yeah. So having kids, whether it's kids, teams, any relationship, she- I love to, you know what I love to do with our team? So this is, you know, we've talked a lot about tonight about taking an experience for ourselves and learning from it. What By about the way, the we do it with, we do it in teams back in the office. We do this in teams back in other companies when we're working with them. When something doesn't, when you don't get the result, right? when, when, when that objective wasn't met, that goal wasn't met, we sit down as a team. We say, all right, let's take the experience. Let's look at what worked. Let's look at what didn't. What didn't we get to that yeah. we wanted to? What was good? What wasn't? What do you think now knowing this that we'll do differently going forward? So we break this down as a team. You could do this as a family. I mean, there's no limit to how to navigate uh, an experience. But doesn't the fear of failure stop most people from doing that? Yes. And I've always realized, you know, at least in, in you know, in um, the pharmaceutical industry and telecom and finance, their best practice sharing is always about their best practice because no one wants to admit that this program failed. That's ego. That's, yeah, that's true. That's ego. Corporate that's true. America, I left corporate America. I don't mind working in corporate America because I, I so want to make a difference, but I, I, the ego, when you sit and you want this tool, this gut wisdom navigator tool that we're talking about, it's a system. When you use it, there's an element of accountability, Yeah. right? There's an element of accountability that says, now that I know this, what part of it did I have in it? What will I do differently next time? Even if it was something that you, you didn't have uh, cause towards something failing, you're still, there's an accountability piece to it. And in order to be accountable for something you'd like to change and learn from and grow from, the ego has to be checked. So here's what I want our listeners to do. When you have the time, I want you to go through the gut wisdom navigator system with us. Take an experience, take a pencil, take something to write with, something to write on. Think about, brainstorm, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, write down a situation, an experience, a person, that you would like to just do over again and think about what worked, write it all down, think about what didn't work, what would you do different, and then how do you use that going forward? And if you need help, Deirdre is offering to help you figure that out. That's the that's three. I'm, yep. I can help three. Okay, three. <laughs> not, not everybody, but for the first three listeners that emailed me tonight, dk at gutwisdom, G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M.com. Three listeners, consultation with me, no charge whatsoever. I'll walk you through the navigator. That's the gut wisdom navigator and help you process an experience because once you kind of get it, you're done. You do it and you may even start doing it more uh, more frequently. And just to add, uh, you've all heard me talk about how I've been visiting Dr. Gelb, renowned sleep expert, because I simply do not wake up in the morning. No matter how much sleep I've had, I'm never really feeling quite refreshed. So I've ignored the problem. I've actually diagnosed and dissected my experiences in the morning when I wake up. I know it's good. I know my pillows are good, but here's what's not. I'm not feeling refreshed. So I saw Dr. Gelb, and because he adores us and he's a dedicated sleep expert, we've got something for you. Dr. Gelb will put together a comprehensive, personalized plan for you to help you get better sleep. Email me at dkgutwisdom.com. We'll send you a free copy of Dr. Gelb's book, GASP, that's Airway Health, and um, 
yeah, do something about it. Yes, JG, and you're why don't we well, why don't we share about the new book coming out? Well, we we keep changing the title. That's part of the problem. We do have a new gut wisdom. Well, we book have a coming chief out. marketing officer. Yeah, that's his Eric, job. That's is your to first project. Oh, great. That's a good one. Uh, yes. We we've had different names. It's you know living leadership, and then we had don't the, tell, don't the tell. person who was designing. I was just going to say that the person who was designing the book cover put it in, and so mm, we're working on the title of our next book. So I don't even want to get that out there, okay. but I would like to um, give our new gut wisdom member eric a huge thank you for being here oh no i appreciate everything this is wonderful I'm glad. and he's listened to all the shows so if any of you have missed all of our shows just go back to gutwisdom.com to the to our specific to our website go to itunes tune in listen to any of the shows follow us on social media give us feedback we want to know what we're doing right where we can improve and what we could do better going into year number two with all of our favorite listeners. I can't even believe it. So thank you listeners. And over the last year for all of you that have emailed us, um, we appreciate the relationship building with you. This is not a us and you, this is a we. And uh, if you know us, you know, that's how it goes. So thank you listeners at home and on the 880 dial. Of course, thank you to our partners at WCBS news radio, 880. Don't forget JG, don't forget what? Oh, come on! You can't be on your phone now. You're not being present. It's Saturday night. It's Gut Wisdom. Till next week. Bye. You've been listening to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880, sponsored by the Gelb Center. Don't lose another night's sleep. Visit the sleep and wellness experts at gelbcenter.com. Gut Wisdom comes your way every Saturday night at 7 p.m. on WCBS 880 or anytime at gutwisdom.com. That's wisdom spelled with a Z.